Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Jeremy White and Sneaky Joe DiBiase. You've got to get a nickname, and if your name is a nickname, then they got to extend it. What are the Sabres nickname? Saves. Nobody on oh, I, I, I earth can't, I can't, says saves. I can't deal with another person trying to tell me that people don't say saves. Nobody says, who says saves? People, you say saves? Yes, people say saves. I've never heard you say saves. The Sabes? Yes. Jeremy White. People are saying Sabes. How many? Like five people? Five million people say Sabes. I hear more people call them the Swords than call them the Sabes. That is the biggest lie that's ever been told (laughs) on these airwaves. Sneaky Joe DiBiase. Matt in Buffalo. What's up, Matt? Tell them what's up, Matt. Me and my friends all the time will say, what are you doing for the Sabes game? Nobody calls it the Swords whatsoever. Absolutely. (laughs) No one calls it the Sabes. Matt. I'm not saying you're the best caller in show history, but you're top five. On WGR. The Sabes game. Sabes, you need to be hanging out with more people. Sports Radio 550. Hey, good morning. Happy Thursday. Panthers are in town tonight for the Sabes. The Cats. The Cats. The Cats and the Sabes tonight? Who calls them the Cats? More people call them the Cats than people call the and Sabes the Sabes. And that is shameful if that is true. It's, uh, it's definitely, definitely true. The Cats. Don't what they are... even have a uniform or an alternate? Like they're from... the Rats more. No, no. They're, no, they're the Cats. They throw rats. Yeah. They, do they have, don't they have an alternate uniform that says Cats? Or am I thinking of the lightning with the bolts? They have, that, that exists. The bolts exist. Okay, then maybe there's no Cats I, uniform. The Panthers, cat. I don't know, but... It, Imagine cats. if you live in South Florida and you say, like, oh, I'm going to the Cats game tonight. They'd be like, what? Well, I mean. Is, is Cats performing on Broadway? Well, then what you, was, What's Broadway in Fort Lauderdale or but Sunrise? Florida, you would then clarify, like, I mean the Florida Panthers. And they'd be like, what's that? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Maybe. Am I allowed to make that joke anymore? They're good. They probably fill up their building every night. They probably do. They won yeah. last night in Pittsburgh. And uh, it's the only hesitation I have about, oh, but I got to do it. I told you yesterday. We need the Sabres to go on the hottest run of all time and make the playoffs, and the way to do that is for me to bet them. So here we go. I'm going to do it right now, Joe. I'm going to lock lock in this win. I'm going to bet the Sabres to lose, and they'll win. They've been doing that all year for me. I I bet them like four times. Are you going to parlay it with a uh, Sam Reinhardt 40th goal of the season? Ooh. Imagine if it gets a not. Just just, not everybody probably follows the league as much as, you know, the, the diehards. If he scores tonight and... Just the casual fans sitting there, probably got their feet up because there's nobody in front of them, and they hear goal by Sam Reinhardt, his 40th of the season, and it just kind of hits everybody like, what did he just say? He's got how many goals? Because he's on 39 right now, and it's about to get to 40. Yeah. His uh, wins above replacement projected about a month ago was 95%. 
like one of the best players in the league, yeah. and he's having a selkie caliber season. Yeah, I saw that. Like defensive rating or yeah. something. He's like number one in the league. Yep, and he's number two in the league in goals. Yes, I mean, shouldn't he be like a Hart Trophy nominee at that point? If he's the best defensive player forward in the league and he's second in the league in goals, shouldn't he be like in the the heart conversation? I don't know. I've not paid any attention to that whatsoever. All I know is that he's having the best year of his career, and it happens to be a contract year for him. By the way, it's it's not like a you know, it's not like a oh man, the Sabers had a fifty goal score under their nose the entire time, and they just couldn't pull it out of them. Here we go again with one of these stories, but it's. He's shooting 27%. That's like, pretty good. He's This is not going to be the norm for Sam Reinhardt, but hey, I guess it was in there. Like that one 50-goal year. There are guys like that, right? Jonathan Chichu had like a 15-year career. I think scored 50 goals one time. And Reinhardt's probably better than that, but this will be his best season, I'm imagining. Tim writes in, I can't wait to see the Burrs go play the Pants, which is funny. <laughs> the Burrs. The Burrs versus the Pants. Have we already talked uh, about so- we have talked about sob rays before? People say sob rays. When did people say? Wait, wait, wait. There's the Sabes. There's the sob rays. Yeah, there's people say sob rays. No, I don't. I don't hear that. You these, think that's where, even, where are you going? That you hear these things? Listen, when you've been to a lot of games in this drought, you have to entertain yourself somehow, right? So you and, start calling them some like just yeah, a different different names. pronouncing the name differently. Different names, but not the swords. Not never the swords. Nope, never the swords. Maybe they'd have better luck if we started calling them the swords. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, good morning. 803-0550. There's a golf event this week. There was a picture going around of Josh Allen with Tiger Woods, which, man, Josh is living his, outside of not you know winning Super Bowls, best life. Plays with Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago, he was playing with Tom Brady. Right. And today's Tiger Woods. Who's next? Messi? Would even care about Messi? Would Messi play golf? Who's next? Would Messi know who Josh Allen is? I don't know. I'm sure he knows who Messi is. Yeah. Wh- who's next on the list? That he I Brady, mean, he's played with Tiger. Right. If you're if you're looking at Josh Allen's bucket list, he's you know checking like, off names. Who's next? Is he gonna play golf with like Obama? I don't know. Who's uh, Kevin Hart? <laughs> Kevin Hart. Like we Steph Curry. I think he's played. Steph Curry was there yesterday, so I'm imagining he's been around Steph Curry. I don't know if he's played with him. Yeah, like, uh, massive mega celebrity. Like, above sports level celebrity. Because he's, can he go higher? He's played with Tiger. He's played with Brady. Okay, there's one. Has he played golf with Michael Jordan? Ooh. Because that's the one. We know Michael Jordan plays golf. True. And that, if you were thinking of star power athlete, Brady, Tiger, if you're knocking off the big, the, the Mount Rushmore of athletes to golf with, I think Jordan's got to be next. Jordan, and then who else is really big in the golf world? Well, the Jordan thing might be interesting because with, with Brady and Tiger, you know, Josh gets invited to these events to play golf, and hey, while you're here, why don't you play with this person? And I don't know, does Jordan go to a lot of those? Or if you want to play Michael Jordan in golf, do you have to call him? I think you call him. Yeah. Or Jordan call. No, Jordan calls you. You, you don't. Can, you, you don't call Michael Jordan. You can't for just a call Mike. I bet if you called no, 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 Michael you Jordan get, and offered to play for ten grand a hole, he'd he'd take you up on that. Maybe. Maybe. maybe the stories that. are he loves to play, loves to gamble. Of course. Yeah. Have your agent call Jordan's agent, like Josh would love to meet you, and also he agrees to play. You know, 
Yeah. Ten thousand dollars <laughs> I tend I tend to think it works the other way. You you get the call. <laughs> like it's it's like lure that like you're he's at this tournament this week and Tiger asks him, So have you got the call? He's like, No, not yet. <laughs> and everybody knows what that means. It's MJ. G- MJ. MJ calls you because hey, what are you doing on Saturday? We're going to Augusta. I was just gonna say the answer is Augusta, but he has played Augusta. Uh Josh. Uh, Josh? Yeah. Did he play it or did he just go? I think he played it. I didn't know that they did that, like where you, celebrities you, could play it the well, week you of. Just, or, you could just be, or he said that he's played it like a different time, maybe the week after or something. I don't know. Yeah, he played. He played Augusta. Yep. So what does he got? I, play, I, like I St. searched Andrews this or something. I searched this, and apparently he, among other things, hit a 360 yard drive. That's nice. Um, was asked what's more nerve was most memorable shot at Augusta National. So I believe he did, in fact, play Augusta. Hmm. What's left? St. Andrews. Get out there. But you can do that. The home of golf. He did you, say... you, you got to win a lot. Well, he probably doesn't have to win a lottery. The, the, the average person has to like, win a lottery to get a tee time there. Didn't he say last year that his one of his dreams is to play the, the 100 best courses in the world? Yes. So yes. in the offseason, he plays an awful lot of golf. Which, Travels and plays with stars and everything. Yeah. Which There's, is fine, right? Fine. Well, uh, I found this article, golf.com. Obviously, he was asked like to name his partner in opposing twosome for a dream edition of the match. And at the time, this would have been from Josh Allen from, when is this, September 2022. So he's checked off a lot of these boxes. He, he says, I'd obviously, I'd want to be with Tiger, big Tiger Woods fan. Who do I want to compete against? Steph Curry and Michael Jordan. So there you go. Yeah. It's January 2024. He's already knocking all these off. Wow. And he did play Augusta and shot a 90 playing from the tips. That's what he said. At Augusta? Yeah. What, what handicap is he? Uh, I, w- I, w- no, I don't even need that. I, w- I wouldn't believe it. And what is he, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers? He's not lying about that. I believe that he shot a 90. I think, he, if I, he hits the ball 360 yards, yeah. I mean, he's getting the benefit of that. I think he said, I think he last said he was a 9 handicap. Okay. He really, I mean, like... The sp- <laughs> Buffalo sports in the spring has become, where is Josh golfing this weekend, right? I mean, he's at, what is that, the Genesis this weekend that he yeah. that he's at? I saw that picture yesterday, and I saw after the fact that it, it was a, that I guess it was a pro-am, you know, the day before the tournament. But I saw that picture and thought, Josh just showing up at these places, and he's, they're just letting him golf, Right. Like he's just he's gonna show up at the Genesis. He's gonna show up in a couple weeks at the players on Tuesday and be like, "Hey, you guys mind if I play with uh with uh with who? Jason Day? I'm just gonna play with Jason Day today. Yeah. You guys mind? Like I, he could probably just show up at these these courses and just get on. Maybe they made it a pro am because hey guys, Josh Allen is here. What do we do? Put him with Tiger. Call it a pro am. There doesn't need to be anybody else here. Yeah. Well, we'll keep watching, and uh, we'll talk with Brian Koziel coming up bottom of the hour to talk about this Genesis Invitational, which is uh, the I, I didn't know it was a pro am. I have to confess, I yeah, I, mean, I, I don't remember that part of it. So here it is. Maybe it's less of a pro am than Pebble Beach, but whatever. Tiger is going to play. It's a big event. It's an elevated event, and Tiger's in it. Tiger thinks he can play once a month, so that's kind of cool. You know, keeping an eye on that, and uh, we'll talk to Brian Koziel coming up at the bottom of the hour. Also coming up today. Matt Perino is going to join us. 7 o'clock this morning, Matt Perino, co-host of the Shout Podcast with uh, Ryan Talbot. He, of course, uh, also of Syracuse.com. He did a roundtable. He's on with uh, Joe Biscaglia and Sal and John Scott, and they posted a clip. And the clip was 
of a prediction Matt was making about the Bills that he hates. <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. that they take a defensive end in the first round and wait on receiver. So I sent him a message. I'm like, let's talk about this. Because I also mm-hmm. think that's very, very possible. I wouldn't dispute it. and I wouldn't even really necessarily dispute the merits of why they would do it. I would understand you know, why people might be mad. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Like we got months to get there. But that led me to Joe posting this as a Twitter poll. Two options. There are two options in this Twitter poll. You cannot write in and say, I'd like a third option. I'm a waiter standing in front of you saying, would you like the steak or the fish? And there's nothing else in the kitchen, folks. Mm. Pick one of these two. So the options are, which do you prefer of the Bills as a strategy? Use the second round pick to trade up in the first. Mm. From 28 to about mm, 17, that's about the value you get 17. Okay. So use a second to trade up in the first and draft a receiver, or wait, target defense in the first round at 28 and get a receiver in the second round. So the net result is, what do you want? You want a better receiver that's up 12 spots or secure one that you really have to have, or the best defensive player that falls to you and a second-round wide receiver that falls to you, whoever that might be. One of these plans would be viewed as aggressive. Mm-hmm. The other, of course, would come out with a second-round pick that the first plan does not because you trade it away. So what do you prefer? Trade up with a second, higher into the first, or hold steady and go defense first and then receiver? You can vote A or B at our Twitter poll. It's at my Twitter page, at JeremyWGR. I'm going to have a tough time being knocked off of A for this. The idea of waiting. like I, I'm trying to figure out like what's the alternative on the defensive line if they were to do that trade. Because you have two third-round picks, I guess, and then you get your third D or day three picks. And you could try to address it there. It's going to be tough because you've got, you got, you got snaps to fill in on the defensive line. But the idea of waiting until the end of round two... two. To get my receiver is just a very precarious situation. I think you are really playing with fire there. You might get a guy, but I mean, you could get a guy. I'm sure you like, definitely maybe, would. even if it's a guy with a third round grade, like whatever. They'll get a guy, but I I'm just thinking, will they get to us? I'm afraid they would get to a spot in round two where, well, there's nobody we like. There's no receiver we have with but, the grade we want because all there's been 13 receivers that are now off the board. Don't worry about it. The poll is just they're going to get they're a receiver. Go, they're going to take the they're receiver take no matter the receiver. what. We don't see their board. They take the receiver and they rave about how much they love them. I think I still want to trade up into round one. I need I need to I need my probability to be as high as possible that that guy is going to be legit. And I think. If I if I draft that guy at the end of the second round, I mean maybe I can sell myself and they can sell everybody on in their own team on this guy's going to be the number two receiver, the Gabe Davis fill in. He's going to play right away. But you trade up into round one. I'm not. I'm thinking maybe more about this guy being the Diggs replacement that you need for the future more than just the guy that's going to fill in right away. I mean, what am I? I'm trying to be the Bengals, right? With with Chase and Higgins and Boyd. I'm trying to be the Dolphins with their combo. The Eagles. These teams take big swings. The Eagles traded up for Devontae Smith. The Dolphins went all out to get Tyreek Hill. Like sometimes you got to make the big investment. I think to have a great receiver duo like that. So 
I, I'd be okay. If they spent their second-round pick and paid that premium to ensure they're going to get the best guy that they think they can get their hands on, I would respect the hell out of it. Well, the first part of this is the value chart. So the reason I, I mention it as the option, you're, mo- you're moving from 28 to 17, is because that's what a second-round pick will get you, is to about 17. On the value chart, you'd need 960 points. 17 is 950. Sometimes it moves a little bit. Maybe a team doesn't like where they are, and you can get a bargain and get higher than that with 960 points. Maybe two teams use a different value chart, blah, blah, blah. I, it, it is a tough one. The reason I posed it with two options is to make it a little tougher. Don't write in with C. I prefer this. <laughs> we all know. C, play, take the best player on the board. Right. C, Just, take on. a receiver here and then a receiver. No, no, no. These are your options. Which of these two strikes you as a better idea? Doesn't mean it has to be your best idea. Doesn't mean it has to be your plan on draft night. It's you know it's February fifteenth. But which which do you want to do? As much as you just laid that all out, given the Bills' situation, I'm going to be in a real tough spot about trading up at all. I don't think they should trade up at all, anywhere, anytime, anyhow. They've done it a lot. Bean always moves up a spot or two, right? He moved up two spots for Kincaid and paid a fourth-round pick yeah. for Kincaid. And you might accurately point out, well, if he didn't, the Cowboys would get Dalton Kincaid. Like, okay, would the Bills have moved next to Sam Laporta? Maybe, maybe not. I'm not saying you'd hey. rather have Laporta. You're happy with Kincaid. Fine. But he's moved up for four of his six first-round picks. Yeah, he, he moves up yeah. all the time. Yeah, He loves to move up two spots, one spot, three spots. Of course, they moved up for Allen. I don't want to give up a future first. These trade value charts don't often show you what a future first is worth. This one I have does not show that. What is it, Joe? Is it is it five hundred points? It's got to be higher than a. It's got to be a thousand in that neighborhood. Yeah. If it's if it's a thousand points, then a future first can get you to number six. Someday we'll put a mm-hmm. poll up here and say, "What do you like better, <laughs> waiting at twenty eight or trading next year's first and getting Malik Neighbors mm-hmm. sixth? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
That sounds like a fun it's, idea. It, I mean, hey, that's a it's, fun idea. I don't know if it's a it's, smart one, but I like it. It's tough not to get wrapped up in, ooh, look at us being aggressive. What would it say if they drafted a receiver in that spot? And just, you know, it's kind of, it, it's a couple months away still. We got lots of time to dig into this. Mm-hmm. But, boy, trading up. What is, if we're looking at the answers to their cap problem, in finger quotes, the fastest way to get out of their cap trouble is, of course, to stop signing big money contracts, don't have a bunch of dead cap, and just get a bunch of rookie deals. Rookie deals will fix your cap. That's how you do it. Yeah, That's the number one way to do it. It's like a zero on a test bringing your average down unbelievably. That's what these rookie deals are. Rookie deals are zeros. They're already locked in. You know the price, and your cap is going to be compliant quickly if you get a lot of rookie deals. So to me... I need as many of those as possible. Now, technically, if I trade away a second-round pick, I'll now have a deal that's a UDFA instead of that second. Mm. But I'm going to have a tough time justifying moving up. There'll, there'll be a lot of comparisons in the next two months, I'm sure, to the Sammy Watkins trade where mm-hmm. you had Evans and Beckham and all these receivers that went and you moved up for Watkins and traded an extra first. And you might have had, what, the worst receiver in that draft? I mean... Whatever. His well, car- of the first round, I mean, you had Brandon Cooks later right. too. His, right? like, his career didn't pan out. He had a lot right. of talent. His career didn't pan out. But it's be- and also all the guys that went like immediately after him had like really st- are still going right. Evans, Beckham, and Cooks were like I think the next three, and they're all still going to different degrees of success. Yep. But like Watkins was fine, but you wanted what did you want? You wanted him to be elite, all pro. You wanted him to be a number one wide receiver for ten years if you're making an investment like that. Yep. Which, if I trade up, I mean, it's not that in that I'm trading a first, oh, future first for this hypothetical. But if I'm trading my second round pick and I'm going into the mid first round to get this guy, I need that guy to be my Diggs replacement. I need him to develop into that level of player. I don't know if I need him to be as good as Diggs, but I need this guy to be starting day one, no matter what. He's that good and he's my best idea, he's the heavy favorite to be, okay, he's also going to be the number one when Diggs is 35 years old. Sure, he can be. Can I say Lee Evans? Sure. I mean, Lee when, Evans was when, a... Molds was still here when Evans got here. Yeah, right. Evans was a number one-ish. I mean, he was not elite, but he was a good receiver that you could trust out there. I'm trying to think of other receivers in Bill's history you would have trusted in this spot. But, you know... Evans is good. Evans, there are lot, there's some fans probably that thought he would have been a lot better with a real that's, quarterback. That's too. probably right. Yeah. Stevie Johnson is another one I think about here. Like We could argue about whether or not Stevie Johnson was a true number one receiver, but he was very good. He had three consecutive 1,000-yard seasons in this offense with Ryan Fitzpatrick. And by the way, one little postscript to the Sammy Watkins trade that I think people forget Mm -hmm. too often is they traded up to to get Sammy and then Mm -hmm. immediately got rid of Stevie. Right. We never Wait, they cut him or was Stevie already gone? They they traded him. They they traded him away. Okay. They got rid of Stevie the next day. Or whatever, that weekend. He was he was sent to the Chargers or the Niners, wherever he was sent. Stevie Johnson was cut loose, sent off by Doug Marone. Hmm. And, like, wouldn't you have wondered, hey, this is the reason I remember this and I think about this is because I saw one Bills Live posted a question earlier in the week. What's your dream scenario for the Bills? And a guy wrote in and said, trade Diggs and draft a number one receiver in the first round. Mm-hmm. And I remember it immediately reminded me of the the Sammy Watkins thing, which is, oh, great, you've drafted another receiver to go with Stevie. This looks awesome. Oh, we're trading Stevie. Don't yeah. don't pick one up and then send one out. Don't draft Brian Thomas Jr. and then get rid of Diggs. That's the, that's the wrong move. 
Right. Have them both. That's the idea. You give me give me some overlap between the Absolutely. two. Absolutely. Give me uh, overlap where the two of them are good. Yeah. And I'm always at least going to have two. Another good comparison if we go a little bit further back, if we want to stick with the Bills here. After Andre Reed's age 31 season, they drafted Eric Moulds in the first round. And the two played together for like four seasons. Reed wasn't putting up 1,000 yards and 100 catches, uh, 90 catches like he was in his late 20s. But you had four years there of Moulds and Reed on the same team. They drafted Moulds about when Reed was the same age that Stephon Diggs is right now. And Diggs is four years left in his contract. That's what you want, right? Yep. yep. You want Mold was Molds as good as Andre Reed? Probably not. Reed's a Hall of Famer. Molds isn't. I mean, you might have I mean, lot, you might have Bills fans saying that Molds was better, maybe as maybe a player, athletically and like talent. He was all there. Are, but who, who's ready to? Add, I mean, be fun. who wouldn't take that? Right? Like sure, sure. Having those two, yeah. Who would not take that? That's what you. That's what you want. So that's that. That's what's selling me though on the idea of trading up. Moltz, to be fair, though, was the 24th overall pick. They didn't have to go that high in that first round way back when to get him. So I, if I'm if I'm moving up, though, I feel like they've got real strong conviction. We're not playing around. We're we're not waiting around again to see if we get a guy that we like. We we know this position is a huge need, and it would also tell me they think they can patchwork it on the defensive line because. That might not be the greatest idea. You might not think they'll be that stout at that unit, but like we'll see what they do in a month. If they bring Daquan Jones back on a smaller deal because he's 33 and probably not going to get a massive contract somewhere else, and they can get Leonard Floyd back on a one-year contract, and you know you draft, you have two third-round picks. We're gonna we're gonna add a rookie or two in the mid-first round. We're gonna bring back these couple of veterans. So there's a future investment to be had still at this position, but we've we've made the investment at that position. We've done it over and over. We at least have Rousseau to show for it right now. And receiver, we're getting we're getting up against it. We need to be aggressive. If they came out of that draft acting like that and ended up with, you know, Malik Neighbors is too high for this. If they ended up going and getting their guy in the mid first round, if it's Brian Thomas, whoever it ends up being, then I'm gonna f- I'm gonna be pretty happy with that. Over, I, mean, I think might need a little bit of a sales pitch if they draft a receiver at 58 and say this is the guy. I'll think okay, optimistic that can work, but now I'm gonna start looking through second round receiver history and like try to figure out like how likely is it this guy's gonna be really good. I mean, I'm going to like the chances. This guy's really good at 28 or at... What about, well, what about at 58? I, I'm going to like the chances. I mean, the second round picks, when we look at those guys, is 58 the number? I should get the number like committed to memory here. It is 60. 60. 28th okay. or 60th, that makes sense, at 32. What are the chances the 60th pick in the draft is a great receiver? I mean, not as good as 28, not as good as 3, but... The Bills do have the built-in advantage of plucking a guy into an offense that has an awesome quarterback and mm-hmm. and a receiver to take away a lot of attention from him. Like that's that's ideal is having that. 8030550 our phone number 1888552550 to join us. So, got the poll up. We'll talk to Matt Perino about it. We're going to get to know of course over the course of the next however many months, 2 months, defensive prospects that might be there at 28. That would be worth the defensive line pick or the safety pick if anybody's there. Although I've heard plenty say that the safety class 
maybe is not the best in this year's draft. Mm-hmm. Also, clarification from Nick, it's not a pro-am. To di- or Wednesday's the pro-am round, then it becomes a regular tournament. Okay, gotcha. thank you. I was just increasing my theory that Allen just showed up and they decided, guys, we got to call this a pro-am, <laughs> so he's allowed to just golf a tiger. Josh Allen's here. All right. Uh, Who qu- invited him? <laughs> All right, put him out there. 803-0550-1888-550-2550 to join us. Jeremy and Joe on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.